Good morning, sports fans. It is Wednesday, March 22nd, 8.48 a.m. We are coming off the final championship game of the World Baseball Classic. And I'm not breaking any news here, obviously, but damn, Shohei Otani is a star. And maybe the star that baseball has been waiting for. Um, so this, this WBC game between Japan and the U.S., where Japan won 3-2, it felt like an October playoff game. And I've watched some of the World Baseball Classic in the past, and none of them felt that way at all. So, and not only that, I, I just in the past, never would have tuned in. And I tuned in last night, and the only reason I did was because of Shohei Otani, because he is must-see TV. I tuned in because there were rumors he'd be coming out of, he'd be coming out of the bullpen. Uh, he had started some other games. He obviously DHs every game he plays. So last night, he has one infield single, one walk, and then he comes out of the pen in the ninth inning. And God damn, he delivered. He he let he I think he walked Jeff McNeil to start the inning. Uh then turned to, then Mookie Betts grounded into a double play. And you couldn't then the final at bat, with Japan up three to two, the tying run comes to the plate. Two outs, ninth inning, and it is Shohei's teammate, Mike Trout. And uh, it's in a bat that goes to a full count. Shohei is throwing 100 miles per hour on his fastball, and he delivers a nasty slider to strike out his teammate and win the WBC. You could not have scripted it any better. And the announcers kept saying... Baseball won. And they're right. I I had never wanted to tune into the WBC before, and I only did because Shohei is that special that you want to see him. I mean, I am going to make every effort to see him this year when he comes to play either the Mets or the Yankees um, and, and try to line it up with a game where he is pitching. And I hope he could just do this for as long as possible because you have to always worry about injury with any pitcher, but especially a pitcher that's hitting every day. Uh, he doesn't play the field, but he still it's still got to be exhausting. And it's just something we've never seen before in sports, and it's special, and you got to do it. Go do it. I'll go do it. We'll, we'll all meet at City Fields. Or Yankee Stadium sometime this this season. Uh, and add into that, now WBC didn't include any of the other rule changes that are going to be happening in baseball this upcoming season with shift rules, the pitch clock, the larger bases, and things that are just going to speed up the game. This uh, baseball might be making a comeback. And I'm, I personally am excited for baseball season to start. This is the best sports time of the year. You got March Madness. Goes right into the start of baseball season. Goes right into 
the NBA and NHL playoffs goes right into then the NBA draft and NBA free agency. This period from beginning of March to end of July is 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 crunch time for sports fans and for people who cover sports for a living like me. Okay. Um, oh, one more thing I wanted to say about Shohei or Mike Trout, who is also the best, the best has been the best baseball player of the past decade. Plus Shohei is a free agent after this upcoming off season trout. I don't know how much longer he has on his deal, but well, I think I, I don't think he's a free upcoming free agent. Those two guys, but especially Shohei, because of all the reasons we talked about of him he, he, in the playoffs, it would be must see TV. I mean, I think any time Shohei was playing, but especially any time he was scheduled to pitch. If it, if the Angels are not in the playoff mix come this summer. And that has been the case for the past few seasons. That has been the case for a lot of the time Trout is there. Um, Most of the time Trout is there. They just can't seem to build a winning team around him. The, The U.S. government needs to come in and use whatever wartime powers that they can use that they've they have to take over a business and take over the Los Angeles Angels and f- trade Otani to a playoff team cuz we we sports fans have got to be seeing him in October. Okay, all I want to say about baseball, I'll be talking about baseball more, previewing the upcoming season um probably next week. Now, the other thing I want to talk about is the U, as Michael Irvin would say, the University of Miami college basketball in both the men's NCAA tournament and the women's NCAA tournament. Miami in both beat Indiana in the round of 32 to make it to the Sweet 16. Pretty cool that they play the same team in both. I... Have I am a fan of I am a casual fan of some teams. I am a diehard fan of the Knicks. You know this. I am one of the teams I care most about, especially in my childhood, was University of Miami, especially in football. When I was growing up, rooting for University of Miami football was the best because they were awesome. They were gangsta. They, I mean, there, there are specials on the University of Miami, and my my dad raised me as a Miami team, Miami fan, um, because, well, he he is an alum. He went to University of Miami. He actually played football for one year, not to brag, but my dad is a former Division One football player. Um, I, I have no idea if there are any records of his play, but uh, look him up, Robert Pacman. Okay, so my dad obviously raises me as a Miami fan. We're watching it's 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 the greatest watching them as as a as a as an eight year old as a as a younger than that as like a six year old in the eighties, then going into the nineties, all the wide right games against Florida State, 
national championships, seeing these guys go to the pros. They became a factory for defensive stars like Ray Lewis and Ed Reed and uh, Jesse Armstead and just a, a ton of others. Um, so, so, so huge Miami fan. But uh, their football team has stunk basically since 2001. And their basketball program was never much to write home about. But Jim Laranaga took over a few years ago, former George Mason coach, and seems to be turning the program around this this men's basketball team. And they got to the Elite Eight last year, brought back a lot of the same team, that backcourt of Isaiah Wong and Nigel Pack. They've got a really... Just fun center to watch. He's a short center. He's like he's like six seven, six eight, but he's he's built and he fights for every rebound. He boxes out, gets a ton of offensive rebounds. He's a lot like, oh man, I cannot remember the name of the player who was just an elite rebounder, but wasn't in the league very long. Uh, I'm not thinking uh, Reggie Evans is kind of like this, but I'm thinking of. The guy who played for Denver, he was from New Jersey. Uh, if the name comes to me, I'll. He was like he was the Division One or Division Two, maybe rebound leader in all of college basketball. Uh, but played for the Denver Nuggets. Anyway, that's who I think of when I look at Norchad or Omir, their center. And and I this the way they're playing. They're, they play fast. They are a little bit chaotic. They are great at pressing on defense. They cause turnovers. I I am starting... I mean, they're in the Sweet 16, so anything could happen now. I think they could actually win. I really do. I think they could beat Houston. I, I, I pick Houston to win. I picked Houston to win in my bracket. But I am rooting for Miami, and it is so joyful to have a team to root for in this way, more than just I pick them in the bracket, but root for as a fan in the college basketball tournament. So let's go Canes. And let's go Canes on the women's side. I, I, I watched most of the game against Indiana. They are an exciting team. Um, the Cavender twins are stars. Uh, I mean, for a lot of reasons outside of basketball, nothing bad, but they're like their Instagram, um, influencers, I guess, influencers, uh, they're, you know, they're in their young twenties and they have a brand in, um, but they're good players. I think, I think Haley Cavender led the NCAA or set a record for free throw percentage, uh, when they were at Fresno state, something like 97%. I mean, the free throw line, it's the same distance in men's basketball as it is in women's basketball. So 97% from the line is insane. Um, and, and they're a really fun team to watch. They did a lot of things, moving the ball in transition, really pretty interesting passing when they would get a turnover, um, be passing at kind of half court. Really fun team to watch, and they upset a number one seed as a not. They were a nine seed, beat a number one seed in Indiana. So I am looking forward to that just as much as I am looking forward to the men's tournament. 
just watching these Canes, and uh, it's it's an exciting time to be a University of Miami fan, especially in basketball. I yeah, I, I don't know if I have much else to say about the Canes, but go Canes! Um, both also great color scheme that orange and forest green, whatever shade of green that is. Their uniforms could use a little work. I think they're they could be more interesting, but. Color scheme is great. Love both these teams. Reggie Wayne, by the way, the game was in Indiana. Reggie Wayne, a University of Miami alum, obviously, and played for the Indianapolis Colts for his whole career. Was there in attendance, rooting for Miami. Uh, This was at the women's game where the higher seed hosts in the early rounds. So love love college basketball this, this time of year. And it's exciting to be able to root for a team on both the men's and women's side, rooting for it more than just I picked them in my bracket. By the way, I picked Houston in my bracket, um, but I am rooting for Miami against Houston. Um, and not to brag, but I have picked the champion in the, on the men's side two years in a row, starting with Baylor, then Kansas. This year I picked Houston. Let's see if I can make it three years in a row. My bracket's not doing great. I had Arizona making the Final Four and the championship game. That didn't work out too well. I had Marquette making the Final Four. That did not work out too well. They got uh, surprisingly beat by Michigan State. I thought Marquette had it rolling. But have Houston as the champion, and also I have UCLA making it to the Final Four, and they're still alive. All right. Good night, sports fans. It's now 9.02 a.m. Um... And uh, if uh, if you like sports and you like folks like me saying good morning to you, subscribe to Larry Knows Sports wherever you get your podcasts. And follow at Larry the Athlete wherever you get your social media. May all your dreams be hoop dreams. And may the rest of your days be days of thunder.